Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome to the Macrossing Podcast, episode 204. I am the captain, Dazzy Dangerously, along with the podcast machine slash knowledge champion, Mike Larkin. Was the two movers. Well, I was going to say, what's going on? And I also like to add, building castles in the sky. <laughs> the two of us, Austin Power style, you and I. Uh, we can make it if we try. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll, I think we're, I think we're all right. I mean, Butcher is no, not with us today, but like I said, I, I mean, we're gonna do our thing. Butcher's but, the man. Butcher needs a week off every now and then to recharge. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that, that's what's great about the Butcher. You know, he takes a week and then he'll come back strong. He to recharge the batteries. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's why we love him. That's why he's our brother. Yeah, usually he comes back and rants on somebody, so make sure you come back next week. <laughs> oh well, I'm sure he will after this week of rant. I just want you. God damn you, Adam Cole, for the name of the Canadian Destroyer. Uh, how dare you change the name of a wrestling move? That's never happened before. Uh, what is it? What do you call it? Like the Panama the uh, Sunrise, Sunrise or something like that? Yeah. But I the mean, funny thing is he's been using it for not... years. Good. The funny thing is he was using it for years before WWE. Now all of a sudden he uses it for the first time on the network and oh, an Impact Star is outraged. No. Uh, oh. I understand that Doug Chevalier, God rest his soul, I don't know him, to be honest with you, the guy that Canadian Destroyer. But the thing with that is, I'm just, like, it's not like, you know, the Diamond Cutter and the RKO and this are all similar with each other, the Ace Crusher, like you mentioned. It's like Booker T and The Rock did the both the rock bottom and Booker T called it the bookend. It's not like Tyler Driver 97, Tyler Bate. It's not like that was Ahmed Johnson's Pearl River Plunge. It's like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Petey. I mean, I mean, oh, Petey, but it's just, it's just how it is, unfortunately. You know what I'm saying? Just, and, and there's so many differences. Like, look, look at the DDT. Jake Roberts got upset for, with Raven for calling it the Raven. Like, geez. Yeah. There's so many comparisons we can make, but yeah, Petey Williams getting all, getting all upset, man. How dare you? It would only be an Impact star that would get upset with WWE doing something, wouldn't it? Oh, of course. It's like when Gail Kim was bitching about the women's thing. It's like, hello, Gail. No disrespect, but you could have been a part of that, but you decided to just shut open your mouth, and you know, well. And uh, roll out of a battle royal. <laughs> uh, well, hey, well, we're supposed to forget that. And then, oh, somebody called her out on that on Twitter, and she's like, well, you don't know what happened with all that. Well, I'm like, Gail, you rolled out because you didn't want to be there. Let's Let's keep it real. You wanted out of that company so bad, and you found your way out. Literally and figuratively speaking. Oh, Gail. That, oh. That's another funny thing, too. WWE always copy Impact. Uh, Impact have a show coming up called Rebellion. Oh. <laughs> that's the thing. We're at the Rebel Entertainment Complex again in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Now, you're a very nice venue, nice looking club, but mm. we're going to call the show Rebellion because yeah. we're at the Rebel Complex. It's not like WWE had that as a UK-only event with Insurrection for the last, I don't know how many years before they both ended. Oh, in- they had it for at least six, seven years. Exactly, and Rebellion ended in 02 and Insurrection ended in 03, so I'm just like, hello, they beat you to it already. 02, okay, I mean, I've miscounted. Okay, maybe it was like three, four years. <laughs> okay, but still, and the point is, they beat them, yeah. and... Did you see the new slogan, by the way? No. So Impact's new slogan to cover up the fact that Pursuit Channel is absolutely bullshit and the fact that <laughs> it's 
terrible. And the fact that, hey, nobody gets this network and, hey, nobody can see the ratings and, hey, oh, it's terrible even though Anthem owns it. Their slogan now is, if you have the internet, you have impact. That's basically endorsing piracy. Well, pretty much. If you have the internet, you can get anything to watch. So even if you're not up at the friggin' death slot of 10 p.m. on a Friday night watching Twitch, you can watch it by any other means. I know. Oh, boy. But, hey, I mean, they got the MLW. They're doing an event with MLW, which, I mean, how do you think they got that? Tommy Dreamer and Conan do work also with MLW because Tommy Dreamer is wrestling Brian Pelman Jr. Conan yeah. works behind the scenes, so how do you think they got the MLW show? Well, first of all, do they not yes. realize a lot of people were watching Impact on the internet like 10 years ago, and that's part of why their ratings were so bad? Correct. So now they're endorsing people watching the uh, like. Watch wrestling. Dot net. I'm just you know spitballing. Um, yeah, it, it, that that feels like they're endorsing piracy. Kind of, sorta. If you got the internet, you don't have to sign up to VOD. You can just watch it on some streaming site. Yes, we know. <sighs> well, we did have two fun things about your boy because he kind of. I watch her on SmackDown, by the way. <clears throat> oh. My- <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to that. Last couple of things. Your boy, man. Your boy kind of redeemed himself. I'm talking about Colby Cooper because AJ Styles. Uh, Colby. So AJ Styles, Wrestling News World put out, AJ Styles comes to term on new WWE contract. And AJ Styles himself wrote back, what was that? Are you sure? Please let me know the more because I know nothing <laughs> about this. I love it when wrestlers shut down dirt sheets. AJ's done it twice this week. I twice. Think Twice, I think that's fucking amazing. And Colby uh, comes. Go ahead. What was the other one? The other one was Uncle Dave reporting that AJ had a hernia on Monday, which was obviously bullshit because AJ was on SmackDown last night, flying around like like AJ does. Uh, and then AJ also personally shut it down by saying, "Nope, no hernia." So Uncle Dave's response was, "Oh, blame the WWE doctors for the report." Oh, shut up! <laughs> just, just, just Meltzer, you were wrong. You and your boy Brian, Brian Alvarez, shut the fuck up. Just, just stop. You were wrong. Anyway, so your boy Colby <laughs> made a meme of AJ Styles and wrote, "No scripts, no restrictions, no bullshit, making impact. He's not going back to Impact, Colby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's not going back there. I'm just, just saying. Yeah. Just saying." Oh, God, did you see the friggin' Sammy Callahan fucking, <laughs> fucking Austin Aries exchange that friggin' blew up? I pay very, very little attention to Austin Aries, and I pay even less to Sammy Callahan because I got no time for him. Exactly. Well, they're both because he was the, the draw there was talking the about draw. 2000. I know 2018 was the most successful year of the draws curve. Wait until you see what I have planned for 2019. And Austin Aries wrote, and behind the curtain, you only had to break a guy's face to amateur execution. Moment of the year, ignoring still 10 minutes of my pay-per-view main event match time for yourself. Hashtag make an impact. And he, then he wrote, how about BFG? And then Colby Cooper chimed in and wrote, Austin Aries, well, maybe don't be a baby. No sell if you didn't get your way. But what is none of, that's none of my business, though. I'll see, that's the Austin Aries I like. Because yes. he's telling the truth. The only reason Sammy Callahan was over last year is because he capitalized on a fuck-up. And an accident, exactly. So, yes. 
that was Austin Aries going at it with um, Sammy Callahan. It's the same with Nia Jack. She's really trolling people now and every time. Like, uh, Mustafa Ali obviously had a big swollen eye on SmackDown, yes. and she went and she tweeted, Whoa, was I on SmackDown last night? Oh, now you see, that I get, and that she's making a heel out of herself, and I like that because she's yeah. a Facebooker. But let's not ignore the fact that she is fucking dangerous. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got to just say this. And we're going to get to it, but it's so funny just, like, to, you know, incorporate that with stuff. And I think that's really cool about it. But that with the Austin Aries thing, I mean, that's, like you mentioned, that's the Austin Aries you can like. But still, I think just those two annoy me just because, you know, they're egos. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, because they're egos, man. It is what it is. Like when Sammy Callahan was saying, oh, Dean, he's from Ohio. And they're now trying to imply that he's going to go to Impact and be with OBE. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That was that. And I mean, you see a lot of that. And I mean, the other other thing I can mention is, so apparently for their New Jersey show, United We Stand, there's going to be a former Impact champion going to be wrestling in the main event. Now, I wonder who that could be. I don't know. How about Bully Ray since he's from the Northeast? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what Bully Ray's relationship is with Impact. I think it, it well, seems to be a... a on the Twitter machine every day these days. Twitter machine, yes. But I think it's just he's, like, not hated them and not gave them shit so long. So who knows, man, mm-hmm. but still. I think they uh, ended on good terms. Yeah, but it is what it is. That's all I just had to say just about that company because there was newsworthy stuff to talk about. And, I mean, hey, we also got to talk about the fact that Petey Williams, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I used to have so much respect for Petey Williams. I still do, but, you know. I remember the first time I saw the move in 2004 when he did. I thought it was nuts. But, I mean, if you actually look at it, why don't you get mad at a fellow alumni of, of uh, Impact? Amazing Red. The Code Red was similar to the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah. So, why don't you get mad at Amazing Red, Petey? But, no. Oh, my God. You called it the Panama Sunrise. And, by the way, to also talk about that, how about that halftime heat match? Oh, I was going to say, did you enjoy the big match on Sunday? And, by big match, I'm talking about NXT. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I did not watch the Maroon 5 halftime show. No. Nope. nope, I'm good, thank you so. Uh, but yeah, that match was amazing. Live from the Performance Center, I thought all of them killed it. Yeah, it was much more entertaining than the actual game. Well, you know what it is, too? I, I didn't watch all day when Worlds Collide. I just watched the semifinals and the finals at Velveteen Dream 1. I mean, did you see uh, when Worlds Collide as well? Because I thought it was okay. We had some nice, fresh matchups. No, I, didn't, I haven't got a chance to uh, see any of it. I don't need to now because, obviously, Velveteen, Velveteen said on NXT that he, he won the tournament. So, there we go. There you go. And also, <laughs> well, well, since we're here with that, Velveteen Dream and Johnny Gargano, I mean, yeah, we know. I mean, well, we spoiled that last week. Well, we um, didn't. We did. We did on the show, but we didn't spoil it originally. I know. We know what happens, but I'm looking forward to it. Well, do uh, we? Because apparently they filmed two endings. Wow, I didn't know they, that. They, they got a they got a twenty four Game of Thrones thing going on. Oh. We're gonna film multiple endings, so nobody knows. <laughs> That's awesome. I gotta say this. You know what's funny? Like I watched uh, Jackson Riker Gunner take on. I mean, you just got what done watching yeah. NXT take on Mansoor. You know who Mansoor is? I his name rings a bell, and he looks familiar. He was the Saudi Arabian signee that we saw at the Greatest Royal Rumble go against yeah, Sean Ardavari. That's him. And you know what else he is, though, right? No. He's the voice of Cole Quinn in WWE 2K18, man. Oh. 
Nice. Yeah. He, he doesn't look anything like Cole Quinn. <laughs> no. The, the guy that voiced <laughs> Buzz looks just like him. Yes, AJ Kirsch. Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> and, dude. All right. We got to mention this because Butcher was say mentioned in the chat. Drew Gulak beats. Uh, what'd you th- First of all, what would you think of uh, his original part, The Rocker? Oh, man. I thought it was Joey Ryan Light. Well, he was influenced by Steven Tyler, Freddie Mercury playing the ropes, and he can hit the high note while he's doing the abdominal stretch. He hit that he first hit that high first note, high. and I just thought, what the fuck is this? Well, that's he, he's signed to them, by the way, so you're probably going to see more of that guy. He signed to NXT. Yes. He, oh, he was, I, the only reason why I know this is because I did see some of the performance uh, center videos that NXT put on the YouTube and all that good stuff. He was in there, so I think they signed that guy. Oh, and the NXT crowd are going to love him because they love stupid gimmicks. Encore. 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 He's going to be another No Way Jose. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, and then, well, the goodness came of that because, my God, Matt yeah. Riddle and Gulak, what a match. Yeah, kick your flip-flops off and let's go. Ah, fuck it. It just, it was so good. I was very happy to see Gulak. Uh, what do you think about Io Shirai pinning the champ? We're going to look like we're going to get Shane and Io and uh, Bianca Belair not too happy about it. No, she did a very good job of uh, making sure she didn't look happy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, I think NXT this week was very good from all points. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, watching, okay, well, that crowd, well, first of all, the crowd was lit for Johnny Jackass and the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny Champion the whole night, which was great. But did you see in the main event, man, they were really ripping at Marina Shafir. You can't wrestle. Yep. Please tag Shayna. I, I said last week I'm not very impressed by uh, their wrestling ability so far. But, I mean, they're very green. It's early days. Exactly. And and I think they're going to get better. But, yeah, man, they 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 got no love, Marina Shafir, Jessamine Duke. Uh, and as Butcher said, Duke just looks like a beanpole. Well, that's just how she is. I mean, I've seen that girl fight because she used to... Now, what's funny is because Shayna Baszler is an alumni of Invicta, which is kind of... It's just a women's mixed martial arts promotion. That it's like a breaking ground, so to speak, for like UFC. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of their alumni are UFC, but Shayna's an alumni there and Jessamyn Duke's an alumni there. So they still got that MMA about her. But like you said, yeah, they're relatively new. I mean, the, the sky is the limit for them. I think what's great about that is I think down the line, you're going to see the four of them against... Becky, Bailey, you know, Sasha and Charlotte. So, I mean, it should get better for them, but still. Uh, also, it's 2019. So, before we get attacked for skinny shaming, I didn't say it was a bad thing. It's just unusual. Like, Charlotte's there... tall, but she's also very muscular. Is there such a thing as skinny shaming? Apparently, no. There's such a thing as shaming anything these days. Oh, like hot shaming and fat shaming and all that crap. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean, by the way. I know. Is that going to be like when we were talking about, oh, God, what were we talking about? Don't don't pull a curtain. You called that Labrador Golden. That's his color. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what did Kirkendall say again? Don't pull a Kirkendall. What, what, oh, my God. What did, <laughs> what did he say a couple of weeks ago? Oh, I don't know. He's he's an advocate. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, uh, Tony. But yeah, no, I, I understood what you mean. Yeah, she's a very she's a very skinny girl. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I know you weren't. I know you weren't. No, it's that. just unusual because she's also very tall. Oh well, yeah. So, very tall, as uh, Kyrie found out. <laughs> oh Can't yeah. Reach hand. <laughs> but I gotta say, all in all, it was it was a solid show, and we did actually found out another new a match for Elimination Chamber this week. Yeah, yeah, it's shaping up. It's shaping up. 
Well, did you see what the cruiserweight title match is? Because you know, Mr. Yeah, Mia. Um, Buddy and Tazira. Uh, Tazira. Tazira. That's just like... a Vince thing. That's just combining the name. Are you going to be like Tajiri when he's called Triple H a Raya instead of a Laya? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that should be all right. I mean, it's different. Yeah. Sort of. Kind of. <laughs> but I mean, it's cool. Uh, speaking of cool, my God. Two, 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 two nights. Becky puts, friggin goes after Stephanie, and then she friggin slaps Triple H, and oh my oh, god, she's the man. She is the 2019 Stone Cold Steve Austin. What a week the man had. Nobody else has ever slapped Triple H and Stephanie McMahon within 24 hours. Uh, but I gotta well, tell she didn't you, slap Stephanie. She knocked her on her ass. <laughs> goddamn. Well, goddamn Ronda Rousey. You know that's not very professional. Hello, Ronda. <laughs> Oh, and uh, can we give Ronda a bit of credit? Because I don't know how she remembered that that promo she cut backstage on Becky without fucking it up. I know, right? Yeah, that was have... great. It was. It was very good. I think she called her a bitch, too, in the back there. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, I, I really am. Here's the thing. I know that they're, they want a main event with Seth and Brock with Mania, but can those two just please close, main, close Mania? Because oh, that match... To. They have to. If you don't, that is the crime of the century. Seth and Brock weren't even showcased this week. Exactly. So if you don't close with Becky and Ronda, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, same thing if you add Charlotte to it. Don't do it. Doesn't yep. need oh, it. Oh, oh, my God. Please do not add Charlotte to it. I'm going to tell you what I think they're going to do with Charlotte. Because, you know, last Probably year. Yeah. Well, because last year, you know, she ended the streak and then that'll be Oscar beats her this year. So, yeah, which I'm cool with because it was a good match. do that. Yeah, I know. I, man, I, I can tell you're already tired of Charlotte Flair. I'm very tired of it, but that makes sense. Asuka doesn't have any other challenges right now. All the other women are interested in the women's tag team titles. Charlotte's not doing anything. She you was, do real good. She was a runner-up in the Rumble, so just give her Asuka. You do realize I was kind of hoping it was Mandy Rose as somebody different because, oh my God, when Mandy Rose pinned Naomi this week on SmackDown, she pointed at me! <laughs> Corey Graves losing his mind. <laughs> Do you know what? The camera only showed her pointing, and I immediately thought, oh, did she just point at Corey because he got really excited? Because you could see Corey jumping up and down when she got the pen. This is bigger than Hogan slamming on All right. When he, okay, what's better for you? Is it when he freaks out over Mandy Rose on SmackDown or where he freaks out over Alexa Bliss on Raw? Oh, definitely Mandy. Absolutely, but still. Yo, well, first and foremost, what happened at EC1 and 2? Uh, also, what happened to Ambrose's heel run? Yeah, like, what the... That's <laughs> just kind of like... Well, he kind of came out like a babyface kind of deal with Nia. I know you're attracted. How... Okay, how funny... How how hard do you think Renee was trying not to laugh? Listening to <laughs> I, I think she did snigger a little bit. <laughs> I think she did too. <laughs> what? Uh, what do you think, EC3 getting his first one on Raw against Dean Ambrose? Very nice. Nice for EC3. But I just get a sense of backstage of, okay, so Dean's not going to resign, so let's just turn him face. Why? He can make more money off merchandise. Now, I I was thinking that they were going to do Dean and H, but what the hell do you even think is in the cards for Ambrose? Um, well, if we're to believe the dirt sheets, Triple H won't be cleared for WrestleMania, so obviously they'd have to change the plans for Ambrose, so I'd be happy with an EC3 feud. Yeah, me too. And by the way, who said that? Was that Ryan Satin? Was it Uncle Dave? <laughs> Which I was... 
don't know. I don't care who posts them anymore. They're all as bad as each other these days. Yeah, they really just got to stop this because Pro Wrestling Sheet, I forgot which one that they broke the news and Ryan sat and took credits. Like, shut the fuck up, Ryan. Nobody gives a fuck, you TMZ bastard. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that guy annoys me too. It, that's I'll be honest with you. That's the only reason why I hate the WWE conference calls and why I like listening to them with Triple H because they come out on YouTube, right? And you could tell, you know, NXT is Triple H's baby and he wants the best for the brand. Yeah. But I'm sorry, but when I hear... Our next call is from Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Our next caller is Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer. Oh, God, here we go. That's the only reason why I don't like those calls, because those two are on it. Everybody else is great. But those two, I'm good. Do we get Brian Alvarez? Thank God we don't get Brian (laughs) Alvarez. For fuck's sake. And, well, at least they screen him. The other one will just be, you know, you know, the other frigging conference call or lack thereof just they let anybody fuck it on hi my name is uh i'm for the marks podcast and i just like to say it's so i'm so happy to be talking to you today like for the marks podcast god damn this fucker and then all of a sudden it's still real to me damn it oh my god if you get david wills on there god almighty that's a cool guy i remember seeing him one time at a wrestling show but he will go down that fucking guy's amazing yeah He, he needs to do a podcast or something Dave, it, it's still real to me, damn it, podcast, or still, or real to me podcast, or whatever you can call it. That guy's fucking awesome. Yeah, do it. Do it, David. Ugh. Oh, I gotta gross you out. You know why? Oh, uh, not Priscilla. Oh, no, not Priscilla Kelly. Okay. <laughs> and I like Priscilla Kelly, but ever since that incident, no. Uh, I mean, I the second t- incident. What was, the, what was the second incident? Oh, the bar, the, the bar. The, the, yeah, the vom. What the fuck is wrong with this woman? And I love him because he's in the group. Uh, and sizzling Stan Styles, you know, mm, that's right, intergender bonanza. He promotes yeah. it in the group. Dude, he booked her in the main event, and him and Joey Ryan is his tag team partner in their match. I'm like, oh, Stan. No, Stan. No. No, no, no. No. No, Stan. It's just cheap desperation of shock factor to go viral. Well, Joey Ryan pissed Jim Cornette off. You know, he just started calling him a stupid motherfucker. You know, he's done more for the business than you because he said Rip Rogers. You know, Rip Rogers, who's yeah. trained a lot of great people. He never got over. No. No. But, Fucking I mean, Joey. everybody well, pisses off Jim Cornette. Well, Joey he Joey Ryan pissed off, managed to piss off Rip Rogers and Jim Cornette. Well, Joey Ryan pisses everybody off as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy. You know, the thing is, too, like, we have watched him since that 70s team run in 2006, and now he, him is running TNA, mm. and all over the place. But once he started doing the dick slam, it just went downhill. Uh, I, I wasn't even that big of a fan of him in, in TNA when he didn't get into the gut check. I know, well, he and then was, he came out with the whole dick stuff. Yeah, I think it's just because he was supposed to be the sleazeball. Okay, you get it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With that, that 70s porn star look, but it's just like... You're doing your gimmick, but once you start with this dick slam and you're being supported by you porn and whatever the fuck you're being supported by and you and you do things with your penis and all this crap, it's yeah. just like, it's not a good look, you know what I'm saying? And then Priscilla Kelly does this and it's like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> Priscilla Kelly, but no, that was not the grossness. I mean, two weeks in a row, they're in tag team tour, you know, tag team number one contenders match. Ooh, tucky, 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 tucky. Yeah. That's another I, thing. You think Scotty Too Hotty's upset that he's doing the caterpillar instead of the worm? No, we probably taught him how to do the damn thing, but 
I don't understand how they're so over. I guess like, they have like vibrant personality. Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're talented in the ring, but it's just the uh, Otis. It's just when everything about him is just like what the fuck. <laughs> well, is he? I think they're like the latest of uh, with you know no last names. I think we're just calling them yeah. Otis and Tucker now. Yeah, Otis and Tucker. Yeah. Otis and Tucker. Even though they still call him the uh, the Dozer. The dozer, yeah. You certainly well, make me doze. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so the Revival are now the number one contenders again. Yep, about time. Um, oh. It's funny as well. Obviously, the story came out about them leaving for AEW, and now all of a sudden they're getting the push. <laughs> push, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like Dolph Ziggler's leaving for AEW, but hey, he's number 28 in the Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Maybe we should just complain... Kevin Owens going to go to AEW as soon as he comes back and maybe he'll get a straight push. Exactly. Start complaining. Start complaining. Also, Bray Wyatt's going to AEW. Start pushing him. Start pushing him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's another thing I have to mention. Did you know that Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins are losers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I get it, and I'm happy because as a fellow New Yorker, I've been watching those guys' teams since 06 when they used to come out to the Backstreet Boys. So, I mean, watching oh, those guys will always be have a place in my heart. And so, Kurt Hawkins, Kurt Hawkins made me laugh, and, you know, you know, you know, why would you want to be associated with me? Hey, man, they misspelled my name last week. And the funny thing is, they actually did. They did. <sighs> now, I'm wondering if that was deliberate or if they just noticed a typo and just decided to run with it. I think they noticed the typos to just to say, hey, fuck it, let's run with Yeah, this. they don't plan a week in advance. What am I thinking? What am I thinking? <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with Zach and Kurt, but let's see where that goes, I guess. No, I mean, like I said last week, it's one of the most underwhelming tag team Return. reunions I can think of. Yeah, but whatever. Oh, speaking of underwhelming, what the fuck are they doing? Mojo Riley yelling at himself in the mirror. Oh, I and don't last... know. I don't care either. It's happening. They're, they're, apparently, they're trying to push Mojo again. 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 And nobody's going to care. Again. Again. But he's laughing about something. Probably his career. Well, oh. hey, he's he's happy because the Patriots won the Super Bowl for six times in a row. Oh, yeah, it's buddy Grunk. Oh, Grunk. Um, I kind of think that maybe Hawkins and Ryder would have had a better reaction if they'd have sort of teased the reunion for a few weeks like one wanted to reunite and the other one didn't and then suddenly they bring Edge back and he gets them back together I think that would have been more poetic so you just you should just be uncreative for that because that's beautiful and Edge well, didn't I, even have to wrestle we are the authority yeah and that's the thing but nobody just... listened to my idea in the boardroom <laughs> Exactly, and the thing with Edge is obviously he can't wrestle anymore because of his injury but mm. just help his boys you know, he can manage yeah, you can manage just to help us former boys. That, but I'm just like, no, they're just like, oh, hey, here's Zach, here's Kurt. Zach's going to save him. Let's get back together. Boom. Even though they, neither of them have won a match for I don't know how long. How long, exactly. Well, Zach, I don't think, has won a match over a year. Uh, Kurt Hawkins is going <laughs> on about the same. So, uh, what two are they on, 200? Yeah, so two years, almost, or something. But, yeah, I, whatever. Whatever. Uh, Another person who can't wrestle anymore who apparently wants to manage now is Paige, which would be great. Um, I don't think there's any bridges left with Absolution, so that's off the card, so I don't know who she's going to manage. Um, but I'm, 
Ah, I hate what they've done with her this week. It was just so cheesy. What, to promote the movie? Yeah, like she came out on the stage on Raw and said, hey, thanks for not forgetting me, and then, oh, here's the trailer that we've seen a thousand times. Instead of, like, showing behind-the-scenes footage or something like that, something new. But Mm no. And then on SmackDown, it's just like a backstage promo and then the trailer again. I still want to see the movie, though, because it looks... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love how the movie looks, and I can't wait to see it, but I just think... It's so cheap and cheesy the way they promoted it this week. I agree. You know what I got to say to that? Fucking Vince. No. Well, that. But how about friggin' uh, right? And I'm Vin Diesel, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nick Frost. <laughs> that, that. If you want to choke her out, this is how you do it. And what advice Ooh, are you give? Now she's in trouble. Yes, please, sir. May I have may I have some more advice, sir? I love I love Nick's reaction shot when um I don't know the woman's name she oh it's all fake anyway sorry what oh <laughs> because I think that that that's absolutely exactly how Soraya and you know her her father would probably react to that because again everybody in that family is a, a wrestler so oh yeah I wouldn't speak like that to Big Ricky absolutely not are you <laughs> kidding me. Jeez, and like I said, I I'm I, I I get it, and I love it, and I think well, we get to see Zelina Vega in that movie because she's the one that played AJ Lee. Yeah, uh, obviously there's going to be a few inconsistencies, like the the current logo is going to be there, the HD ring and everything, but eh, we can get yeah. past it. Um, exactly. I, I had no idea Steve Merchant was such a big wrestling fan. Oh, the director? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea either. Uh, also, Caliban in Logan. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Still a great movie, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're pulling on the heartstrings. <laughs> I'm going to be pulling yep. on Butch's heartstrings when he listens back to that. <laughs> well, that's what I say. You, oh, for, first and foremost, i got to give you all credit. I listened to the show with Evan. Bad Boys 1 and 2. That was some good shit. Yeah, apologies again, people, for the gaps. Uh, friggin' converter fucked up it's all fixed now so hopefully the next episode of screen gems goes as well as max does every week I was gonna say, what do you guys what do you guys think about doing for the next one besides uh, bad boys i i don't know um aliens uh is a is a possibility uh we never did do uh terminator so i don't know i'm guessing it's gonna be like an 80s pop culture kind of thing Nice, nice, good shit right there. All right. Uh, speaking of pop culture kind of thing, the song, I love it since 1995, but can we? Can, I get it with my baby tonight. Oh, jeez. See, <laughs> I thought I enjoyed one SmackDown this week, and every second you've mentioned him, it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, I was happy to see Jeff Jarrett get in there with Elias, and he did, he, did the, he did the honors. He put Elias over. But can I just say one thing to you? Yeah. I don't want to see Elias versus the Road Dog. No, I don't want to see the Road Dog, like shaking his legs or singing anything. Uh, somebody posted on Twitter: Fred Durst looks like shit. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh god, you just got to get the image of him and just bring it coming out in the car dancing to to. Oh god, that's great. Okay, so. <laughs> But, you know, like, I understand he's having fun because, you know, I I saw the table for three with him. 
dog Jeff, but it's just like, come on. That that's the thing. He's having fun. Nobody else is. Yeah, it's like Elias. And then they turn him heel again, which is just like I get it, but I know he's having fun, but still. They turn him heel again after that underwhelming feud with Baron Corbin. Yeah. And now he's beating Jeff Jarrett. He gets the old well, cause I guess they can't do the El Cabong because guitar over the head is not good, but we do it on the back. And it doesn't break. It doesn't break. Oh, that was the other thing because the guitar didn't break. <laughs> but hey, I, 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 how pissed are you going to be when you see that next week? Because we had elimination chamber predictions to do next week. But how pissed are you going to be if they, if you see Elias versus the Road Dog? Jeez, it may be worth it if Elias breaks a guitar over his head. But I, why are we seeing Jeff Jarrett and Road Dog in in matches in twenty nineteen? Well, because Jeff Jarrett is a producer now, and they get to incorporate him, I guess. Also, they're producers on SmackDown. Why are they ruining Raw? Well, Road Dog had to go back to SmackDown to ruin SmackDown, as you know. Yeah, I'll go and kill SmackDown. Um, which apparently is, well, no apparently about it. We've seen the photos. It's still getting very low attendances, despite the man. Jeez. And, that, and you know what it is, too? Like, <sighs> uh, that show's going to go to Fridays in October, so let's see what happens on Fox. So, uh, from what the CEO of Fox has said, is it's temporary on Friday night, so they might move it to a different night after a while. Oh yes, I mean, but you know, this too. I I've been liking SmackDown. Like this week, I was so happy. I thought Randy Orton Mustafa Ali was really good. That was a great I, match. It was excellent. Uh, Jeff Hardy and Daniel Bryan did their thing. You know, it, yeah. it was good to lead to the brawl and AJ Styles flying around, no hernia, minus the hernia, as you know. Yeah. The, uh, the non-existent hernia. Non-existent Or maybe hernia. he did have one on Monday morning and he just took a Z-Pack. Oh, well, well we know about Z-Packs. Didn't. <laughs> 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 um, it's amazing how much they're showcasing Mustafa Ali. From a guy, like I said, watching him on 205 Live and having those amazing matches, I guess they saw something, hey, let's put him on SmackDown, and now he's got a shot at the WWE title. Crazy. He was on 205 six months ago. Yes. Uh, Usos and Miz and Shane McMahon. I mean, next week we're going to get the McMiz TV. Yeah. Uh, also, another dirt sheet flying around is Usos are going to go to AEW as well. I don't see why, because they've been consistently showcased every single week, and they went over a year as like the best tag team on the whole roster. Yeah, because everybody's just going, going to AEW. I can't wait for Vince McMahon is going to AEW rumors. Well, there is someone that is going to AEW. Oh, yes. Shit, I only saw it this morning. Um, Jimmy Havoc. That's it, yeah. I knew it was somebody I knew. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that one is... Well, that's definitely official. They both confirmed it. But is it like exclusive contract? I don't know. I mean, I saw that. And the other one that, we you know, I, I pissed New Japan off, I believe. Trent Beretta and Chucky e. T. Yeah. Uh, and no official deal or anything. But we're just going to handshake. Uh, so we're definitely going to get at least one match out of Pentagon and Phoenix. Which, I mean... <laughs> I'm cool with, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, well, spoiler alert, they're also the new tag team champions. But, then again, you knew that because they taped so far in advance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Velveteen Dream, but still, they tape it too. But, I mean, I hate it when I, that gets out. I love the excuse as well of, oh, they can't go to AEW because they're signed with MLW. That didn't stop them competing for Impact or Lucha. Exactly. And look at MJF who's there. MJF works for MLW. Yeah. 
They got MJF, who, by the way, it, at, at that kid, like Butcher and I have said many times, that kid's such a fucking star, and he's going to be so good. Yeah. Had a, had a, had a hell of a show in that all in, wasn't it? Yes, he yeah. fought uh, Matt Cross. <clears throat> uh, so, cannot wait for Double or Nothing. Yes, me too. Um, God, what else happened on Raw? <laughs> oh, oh, of course, uh, Ronda kind of ran her own gauntlet uh, with uh, the Riot Squad. Did she say something to Sarah Logan about skinning her? Uh, she said, her... come and skin me like one of your rabbits. There you go. I'm like, Jesus, Rhonda. Good <laughs> lord. But, yeah, she, she took out Sarah and she took out uh, Liv, which makes me think. Because remember around this time last year when they were pushing Ruby and she was fighting Charlotte for the women's title before Mania? Yeah. I think they're going with her and Rhonda before Mania at either Fastlane or the Chamber. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, that too. I mean, probably not okay that Ruby's going to take another L, but yeah. uh, she'll give Rhonda a good match. And she's going to AEW. And she's going to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, I'm fine with that. I mean, for the Women's Championship with Asuka, who do you have her fight at the Elimination Chamber? Or is it, nah, don't be Charlotte. I, I don't, don't think they're going to have a Women's Championship match at Chamber for SmackDown. They're just going to focus oh, yeah, on but, the Chamber match. Now, well, what do you think with the participants that we have for the tag titles? We have Mandy and Sonya. We have the Iconics from SmackDown. And now we have the new team of the fabulous glow, Carmella and Naomi. Exactly what we said. They don't have enough women's tag teams in WWE. So they've True. had to put some new ones together. Um, I fully hope it's the Iconics. Okay. Well, they're, they're the SmackDown, the Raw team. Of course it's Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. Uh, I kind of wanted Alicia and Nikki in a way because they were so great as, like, the crazies. You know what I'm saying? Because, it, you know, it's fun. Yeah. Um, I was quite surprised, actually, that they jumped uh, Sasha and Bailey because, I mean, uh, Nikki's a bit of a tweener anyway, but that was fully heelish. It was. But I enjoyed it, man, because it just shows, like, they're nuts and they're any means necessary attitude. So I thought it was very cool. Yeah. We got Bailey and Sasha. We got Nia and Tamina. And uh, who's the other one from Raw? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it Liv and Sarah? Oh, Liv and, Liv and Sarah, yeah, that's right. Okay, so I mean, it really could be anybody, but do you, out of those six teams, do you think a Raw team is going to win the titles or the SmackDown team? Uh, I'd be very surprised if it's not Sasha and Bailey, but I really want to see the Iconics as the champions. I think they'd look great with the belts, and it'd annoy a lot of people. And they'd cry. Because, you know, they've come a long way. And I like the Iconics because I think that's what you need, the Mean Girls type of thing. And I think they're great heels. Yeah, and then Sasha's going to AEW. <laughs> Just Sasha, well, she's, she's hinting she's going to AEW. Hinting at that. Oh, she's going nowhere. She's just complaining to get a push. Like whine. she always does. God. Eddie Guerrero didn't whine. You're... No. Oh, oh, that's still, oh man, that, that's that right there. Her, her biggest well, influence, you don't hear Eddie Guerrero whining, good. Eddie whined a couple of times, but it was warranted. Yes, like pouring coffee. He was an amazing on heel. Yes, like pouring coffee on himself in WCW because he was frustrated with Eric Bischoff. <laughs> that was warranted. You just complained just to complain, Miss. I won't sign autographs at the airport. <laughs> um, I was. What was interesting was Ronda addressing the fans booing her. Exactly. Um, so yeah. I don't know if they are going to turn a heel for the match with Becky or. Well, she's the consummate heel right now. I mean, come oh, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that's not through choice, so people just buried her last week. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I mean, Becky was so great in her promo. Well, the best, I think, is just because how Steph, you know, because I, I, I punched her in the face. Yeah. How Steph? Ah, you know, because I punched her in the face. <sighs> She's just so good. And, dude, I said it to you. Her former boo now is a stupid idiot for letting her go. Yep. Why? Why? Why, Luke? Why? Luke, man. <laughs> Luke, man, you had the man. Now she's gone. Was uh, it amicable, though? Was it amicable? Uh, for, from what from what it sounds like, it was his decision, but uh, it could have been. I don't know. Um, I, I'm not getting involved in their personal life. I just think it's his loss, basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love her entrance on SmackDown. Was Charlotte just pointing to the sign? And she's like, "Wait a minute, what's that?" And then out comes Becky. Was she really pointing at the sign, though? Because she kind of looked like she was just pointing to the air. She looked like she <laughs> kind of went over a little to the left. Yeah. Shower. To the right a bit. To the right a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, like I said, those two just... It, I thought the know brawl what? was amazing. Yeah. It's almost as if she knew Becky was going to be there. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, what do you think about that? We got to hear Eric Rowan talk this week. What would you think about him and Daniel Bryan talk about the planet and all this good stuff? Um, leave the talking to Daniel Bryan, please. You know, once he started saying Galileo, I was thinking, Galileo, let me go. Yeah. Um, and then Daniel's going, how dare you boo my good friend Eric Rowan. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. Okay, he didn't call him Eric. He's not called Eric anymore. Sorry, it's just Rowan. Rowan. You know I got to talk about history because... He was in the Wyatt family very yep. shortly. <laughs> yeah. Well, when him and CM Punk were fighting the Wyatt family, were they really good friends? No. <laughs> when, when, when him and Kane were fighting the Bludgeon Brothers, were they very good friends? No. So. But, but, but Rowan's now decided to go vegan, so maybe there you go. That's the friendship. Hey. <laughs> well, he, did, he does wear green, so there you go. Yeah. Hey. Um, Brian was fucking phenomenal on the mic this week. He was. First first of all, sucking up to the hometown fans, mm-hmm. even though he's still a full heel. And then killing him. They're in the same process. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the planet's champion. The planet's champion. By the way, I have to say this, and I think they're going with this at WrestleMania. I heard Andrade cutting on Ray Ray, and I got to say this. You think the WrestleMania match is going to be one of those hair versus mask type of deals? Oh, I don't know. I hate those matches. Well, you, well, obviously you could see Andrade going bald then. Yeah, but you're also gonna you're gonna have the possibility of Ray losing his mask, which we've seen before. But I just think it's pointless because now he's got the mask back. Mm-hmm. So like, where's where's the shame in him getting unmasked when we've already seen it? True, but I mean, let's see how they go with it. I'm just looking forward to it, so I can hear Zelina Vega some more. Yeah, um, but in terms of WrestleMania, I've literally got no idea which way they're going to go for Daniel Bryan. Um, if, assuming, of course, he retains at the chamber, which I expect him to. I don't want to see AJ again, but you know, whatever. Mm. I mean, I like AJ Styles. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like we've seen it. Let's try to. Do, oh God, please don't tell me they're going to do Daniel Bryan and John Cena. <sighs> Yeah, I'm coming jo- back, Jack. He, 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 John Cena has been talking about not missing Mania this year. Um, oh, please I, don't. No, I, I think he's pretty sold on a on a Raw feud. Okay, 
Well, I could see it now, by the way, because I'm back, Jack, and I'm coming for the championship 17 times. Hey, John, guess what? I still have my Bella Twin. Boom. Oh, yeah. Come I'm the planet's champion. And seeing, well, I'm America's champion. Oh, God. Well, we all, <laughs> well, how do you not incorporate a Bella line? He's no longer with Mickey. He still has Bree. There you go. <laughs> But yeah, that you could do have some fun with that, and well, we've seen it before, SummerSlam. Hello, but yeah. still, ah, well, with John Cena with the Raw feud, well, I don't think it's gonna be Lars Sullivan now because, well, hello. Yeah. Um. Oh wait, who is it that they've given all of Lars's storylines to? Uh-huh. Uh, I I saw a report that somebody has somebody's storylines currently um were originally planned for Lars Sullivan, but I can't think who it was. I forgot to. Be honest with you, I try to stay away from those reports like you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, well. So, uh, I don't it, know. it just caught my attention. Well, here's I thought that's going to lead to John Cena. Well, here's the thing. With the Velveteen, I was going to originally say if they bring the Velveteen Dream up, I know John Cena wants to wrestle him, and I think just the promos with him and John Cena would be amazing, but now we know Velveteen Dream is the North American champion. So, I or mean, is but, he? Or is he? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... Who knows what John Cena, what they're going to do. Oh, God, if it, please don't tell me that. There, there you go, Mojo Rawley versus John Cena. <laughs> uh, for once, I would be happy with a John Cena squash match. Exactly. That would be the only time you cheer John Cena to kill Mojo Rawley. No. Uh, I think we can rule out a rematch with Taker. He seems pretty... Well, he, seem, he seems to be distancing himself from WWE. He's re- uh, removed all references from his social media. Yes, Undertaker's on social media now, by the way. <laughs> So, I mean, you got to put him in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Um, If not this year, then definitely next year. Well, I like who's going in this year. It looks like they're talking about putting in, well, God rest his soul, Bret Hart, Jimmy Anvil, Knight Hart, and Jimmy Hart as the Hart Foundation. Yeah, uh, it's going to be pretty gut-wrenching just seeing Bret up there by himself, though. I know. I mean, that that kills me just because, oh, well, you know, when Eddie passed away, then he went in in 2006, and you, and I mean, just, uh, just like I said, it really is, just because, and you know, with the whole thing with Jim, but still, they deserve it. I mean, Brett has gone in by himself, and then they can go in as the same, same with Jimmy Hart, but yeah, they can go in as a tandem. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man, I just, <clears throat> I want to see more people, I, Brit, okay, Owen and British Bulldog, we've said this many times, but Owen and British definitely still have to go in the British Bulldog. Yeah, it's crazy that they're not in yet. I mean, obviously we know why um, yeah. with Owen, but everybody seems to be petitioning for Bulldog, Brett especially. Oh, absolutely. Now, I'm curious to see who they get for the celebrity wing, just because. So everybody can get mad uh, again. Let me think. Uh, Kid Rock last year, so. Yeah. <laughs> Flow Rider. Flow, <laughs> Flow Rider. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Makes sense. And then we're gonna get a thirty-minute floor rider set. God help us. Welcome to my house. Oh. <laughs> I'm kicking myself now because that's actually gonna happen, isn't it? <laughs> hey, well, well, Snooki's also eligible for the WWE Celebrity Wing Hall of Fame, so there you go. There's another one that'll make it cringe. Jeez. Uh, how about Pee Wee Herman? I love it. Or Regis. <laughs> Regis. <laughs> those at least make sense. That they're fans, and Pee Wee Herman was great, you know, as a, as the guest host of Raw. Yeah. 
Probably one of the funny times I laughed at Alex Riley when they did the secret word. He's like, dude. And he goes to me, dude, you said the secret word. Remember that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> say it to my face, Alex Riley. There you go. Alex Riley's going to AEW. Boom. I thought you were going to say Hall of Fame. Like, what? No, well, first. <laughs> <sighs> that guy. I mean, just he's just, I don't know. I, you could blame John Cena for that, too. There you go. Alex Riley's coming to um... John we can blame him for the first time um i don't know exactly what happened the second time i think he just complained too much well yeah i mean the the chains are coming off me remember he was doing that chains are coming off and all that yeah. crap the next yeah. thing he was gone yeah, shut up alex <laughs> WWE locker room keep your mouth shut there you go do you remember when they shaved it then they became wwe gave the get the f out WWE locker room shut your damn mouth yeah <laughs> Shut the F up. Shut the F up. Especially you, Sasha. Oh, fucking Sasha. <laughs> I even say, I, see, I pulled a butcher with that ever since watching that Chronicle. Goddamn Sasha Banks. Yep. Smackdown, mm-hmm. we've covered NXT, mm-hmm. and we haven't made an hour yet. Wow. <laughs> That's how much happened this week. <laughs> there was just so much. Well, I had to get the Impact stuff in just because. Just because. Well, yeah. you, you, well you, dude, you gave me the thumbs down this morning. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wake up and Daz gives me the old thumbs down. I'm like, I didn't do it. They did it. Oh, yeah, the thumbs down was for them, not for you. Fucking Disco Inferno. They got fucking Disco Inferno on the goddamn press conference call this week. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, then Why? he'll... Well, well, because then he'll come... You know, he'll, he'll boast that he raised the ratings at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Fuck me. Well, I mean, what else really happened on Raw that we missed? I mean, we covered a lot with SmackDown. Did I miss anything else that happened on Raw? Well, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the main events uh, had a odd finish. Because ah. apparently you can only get... The only time you don't get DQ'd for attacking uh, somebody in a tag team match is if you're a heel. That made no fucking sense. Oh, don't, don't touch me, I'll disqualify you. God. That never <laughs> happens. You <laughs> see heels attacking the illegal man all the time. They were just trying to get a way to do the whole attack angle after the match, which... Uh-huh. I mean, what what the hell are they going to do with Kurt Angle now? I'm telling you, if they're going to do Kurt and Drew or Braun and Drew, I don't fucking know what they're doing. Angle and Corbin again? No, thanks. No, thank you. I mean, yeah, there's literally nowhere to go now. We've already had the tag team match. Mm-hmm. Kurt's had a match with both of them. Braun's had a match with both of them. I just don't know what the hell they're going to do with those guys. There's a lot of uncertainties going into Mania again. Yeah. Uh, which is good. Because usually we know the entire card six months in advance. Mm-hmm. Oh, I meant to ask you. Did you see CM Punk's going to be in a horror film? 
Yes. Um, I think I saw that a few weeks ago, actually. Girl on the Third Floor. Wow. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> I, mean, I, I still want to see him in AEW, but good for him. That's the Ugh, I mean, well, by the way, what the hell's even going on with Lucha Underground still with all these contracts? And apparently oh, yeah. El Hio Del Fantasma is uh, suing them, King Cuerno. Yeah. Um, oh, I saw Robert Davis posting on IWT that it looks like a horrible place to work. I don't, You know what it is? I watch those shows, and I, I mean, we're fans of Lucha Underground. They do a lot of great work. Uh, but it's just like, I don't even know if season five is going to happen now with all this crap that's going on. Yeah. Um... I mean, is that what he's suing them for? Contract disputes and stuff? Yeah, and just, I think, money and all that crap. It's more oh, contract. Okay, so it's an impact thing. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's just the contract, and I think money has to do with it. It's not okay. It's not all an impact thing. It's a little... Yeah. Um, well, speaking of leaving companies, we, we it's funny enough, we spoke about him a few weeks ago because uh, we hadn't seen him all year. Um, Kitamura's left New Japan. I saw that, and I'll be honest with you. Our good friend... Is is very uh, very very heartbroken about that. The one and only Switch Babe is uh is a little, is, is, you know she's she's a little heartbroken about that. I'm I'm a little disappointed as well. I was really getting into Kitamura at the start of the year. Uh, he He's... was constantly in the opening matches, wasn't he? Yes, like versus like Yuji Nagata and people like that. Yeah, and I thought it. He's got a great look. He's built. He's athletic. I think he's got a bright future. And then uh, he gets injured and disappears. Only got one thing to say to that. Uh, fucking Harold. Kid is going AEW. <laughs> you know what the title of this episode is? They're Everybody's going to, going to AEW. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, the whole thing was fine this week. And I think with Raw, like, we really, like, pretty much covered everything. It's just, like, I watched it this week, and I was kind of like, eh. About a lot of stuff, like I like the opening segment and the main event, and like the in between was fine, but it was just kind of like, did you kind of feel eh about this week's raw again? Besides the Becky Lynch stuff. Yeah. Um, SmackDown was a little better, but again, the highlight of both shows was Becky Lynch. So the problem is they put her in the opening of the show, and then everything else was just downhill. That's why I kind of say like, sorry to the listeners if we're kind of eh about this, but it's just like. It's the man. Blame the man oh, because the man killed good. I'm glad because at the start of the show we criticized Impact and I was thinking, okay, people are going to think we're hypocritical Impact haters now and we just interviewed Killer Cross. But wait, we're going to criticize WWE as well. <laughs> exactly. We, first of all, we will never ever criticize that man because... Oh, hell no. He cut, my... a, promo, he cut a promo using only fucking writing on Instagram. That guy... Just, ugh. I mean, like, Butch like an and entire I, promo. I know. Well, Butcher and I have talked about it. Could you imagine if he comes to NXT in the match that he would have with Alistair Black? Well, Butcher wants him in AEW because everybody's going to AEW. Well, he has to go to Japan. I think he even said like the Kenny Omega would be his dream match. I think that's on his bucket list. So yeah. I mean, I imagine that's on everybody's bucket list. Oh yeah, but that's the thing. Well, Kenny Omega still made me laugh ever since the Royal Rumble thing, you know, and yeah. that, that, that video. You know what it is too, man. It's just so interesting. Like you mentioned, the all or the, was it double or nothing? I almost said all or nothing. Double or nothing, right? Yeah. Uh, double or nothing, yeah. Okay, like, I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. I'm sure we're gonna get an all in this year. I mean, there's so many possibilities going into um, you know, the year with wrestling. I mean, then we're going, we're on the road. 
Kelly Klein is on the road, another KK. Kelly Klein's on the road to um uh, to MSG, and I I can't wait for that show. The MSG New Japan with the you know with the whole Ring of Honor. Yeah. There's just so much good with wrestling, man. And I mean, whatever New Japan does, I'm looking forward to see what New Japan. I mean, it's just a very exciting times for professional wrestling. Indeed, it's even with NXT UK. Yo, Walter, I watched the main event. Walter and Mark Coffey doing their thing. Goddamn, I don't want to take a shot from him still. I, I like the guy. I really do. I cannot wait for him and Pete Dunne to just go at it. I got to say, you know what's actually great about NXT UK? Because as a wrestling fan and, you know, we talk about these shows and we watch these shows, you know what the actual good thing about NXT UK is with it, you know, going forward now? Uh, the crowd. Well, besides the crowd, they're absolutely amazing, and I've always put over the UK peeps. Yeah. But the two episodes that they would have on in a day, and it was just because, you know, you got to watch NXT and then the two NXT UKs. Like, they're just doing one a week now. Yeah. So no pre-tapings. Yeah, so, which which is cool. And like I said, I, it looks like they're priming Ginny for a, a championship match with Tony Storm. Uh, I mean, you're going to see a lot of great things go. I think Ginny's going to fight Mia Yim. Because they're doing the NXT, NXT UK, Phoenix things. You're going to see Jordan Devlin against Noam Dar. I really am looking forward to seeing Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan against uh, Zach Gibson and James Drake. Take your fucking shoes off. <laughs> My God. I mean, you're going to see a lot of great wrestling. Yeah. And uh, Kofi, run. Run. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the people that disrespected Walter last week, run. Oh my god! What is wrong with those idiots, man? Like they they don't get Walter for his size and all that. What the fuck is wrong with those people? Oh, he's just another big guy. That doesn't do much. What you mean is he doesn't flip and flop. <laughs> That's the problem because everybody is so into. They want to see spot, 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 spot. They're all about yeah, the spot. Yeah, like almost everybody on the WWE roster these days does a suicide dive. Mm-hmm. It used to be a pretty, like, you'd see. Maybe one, two guys doing it, and you wouldn't see it very often. Now everybody does it, every week. Oh, I just also thought about this. There's only one other thing that we didn't cover with SmackDown. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Nakamachka. Nakamachka! You gotta hashtag that shit. Nakamachka. <laughs> okay. So they get to win over Gallows and Anderson because, I'll be honest with you, I'm sorry to say this, but who doesn't get the win over Gallows and Anderson? Sad but true. Sad but true. Um, Is that like your new tag team for the future, Nakamura and Rusev? Nakamachka is the tag <laughs> champs. Uh, you know what? I can't, I'm kind of getting behind it. Oh my God! Please don't tell me what they're gonna do. Is Miz and Shane are gonna retain uh, against the Usos at the Chamber, and then they lose to Nakamachka at Mania, and then Miz turns on Shane? I'd be okay with that. Instead of seeing Miz versus Shane McMahon. Yeah, I'm not interested in seeing Miz versus Shane. I'm not either. But you never know. Um, oh, what's? By the way, did you see Dana Brooke getting all mad and all all pissed off at Natalia? And Natalia just has her headphones in, man. This is why you don't use pods. Yeah. Use, use the wires. People know you got stuff in your ears, then. Uh, personally, I I think they had something with Ember Moon, but Ember Moon, you know, unfortunately, has to have surgery. I know yeah. Amir is very disappointed because the bathwater needed to take a break, or he's still sipping on whatever he's sipping with Ember and her bathwater. Well, she still she, needs to take baths. 
I know, and I, I, I love him here, but still, yeah, I mean, just, oh. Yo, did you see what he did? This? Okay, Mr. RWT Kingpin, what's with the third account on Facebook, which I love just because he's a champ, but... You're welcome for the nickname, by the way. Yeah! <laughs> Where's my royalties? Jesus. <laughs> so, so, I put up the interview that I did with Monica Flowerbaum Garcia repping the LFC, and then all of a sudden I see a gif from the RWT Kingpin there, sitting a guy sitting in the bathwater. I'm like, oh, there he goes. Uh, he's back. <laughs> he's back with, with the bathwater. You know? That, that's, uh, he's just got an endless supply. He's just, like, endless with this bathwater. I swear to God. Mm-mm-mm. It's the voluptuosity factor, Des. Yeah. Um, you know, on the, um, the IWT road trip that he's doing on YouTube, I was waiting for him to walk into a hotel and just go to the receptionist and go, so you have baths here? How, <laughs> how big are the baths? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love you, Amir. How, how many liters can you get out of the bath? <laughs> <laughs> And he would do it. Mr. <laughs> oh, speaking of hypocrites, he's kind of a hypocrite. Mr. I hate Sasha Banks. She sucks so much. Blah, blah, blah. And there he's just taking a photo with Sasha Banks. All smiles. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's a very rare opportunity. That is very granted permission to have your picture taken in the presence of Sasha Banks. Exactly. <laughs> do you not understand this rarity? Uh, by the way, did you see the raw audience dropped in ratings, by the way? Yep. Um, well, on SmackDown, of course. Of course. Um, yeah, I got to SmackDown. It's hardly surprising. Literally, the only red hot thing they've got going right now is the back of the storyline. That's le- legit about it. That's why I said. Oh, and Randy Orton Mustafa killed it. Now, here's the thing with Randy Orton Mustafa Ali. Do you do the thing where, because uh, Randy really doesn't care about Mustafa, he doesn't care about his name the whole night? Excuse me. Do you have Mustafa eliminate Randy Orton in the chamber match, and that sets up a match between the two at Mania? Yeah. And then Mustafa beats definitely. him at Mania. Um, I think Mustafa is definitely going to eliminate either Randy or Joe. Joe. Samoa Joe was great this week, just you know, just killing everybody. Well, Joe's going to kill you, so I thought he was great this week. He had a great showing. Yeah. Um, hell of an RKO as well. <laughs> Exactly, that was a hell of an RKO. That's the thing. Once I saw him going for the 054 and then I see Orton coming and he swings his leg, I'm like, oh, here comes the RKO out of nowhere. The fun, it's, it's funny thing with Randy um, last few years is every time he hits one of these surprise RKOs out of no, like as a counter, he sort of pauses for a moment and just say, Phew. <sighs> and then goes for the pin. <laughs> <laughs> You know what it is, too, like, and I'll be honest with you, I think here's also another reason why you don't watch it, 205 Live, because I got to mention this. So, Mike Kanellis took another L mm. to, to Brian Kendrick, and I know Butcher, I, I, first of all, I, I automatically thought of Butcher, because as soon as I heard the tune, I'm like, oh, eh, there, there's a song, <laughs> there's a song. So, he comes out. Loses to Brian Kendrick. Aiden English is on commentary talking about, you know, he's got to focus and all that. Maria's getting all pissed off at Aiden. So I'm going to tell you right now, could you imagine if that leads to a match between Mike Kanellis and Aiden English on 205 Live? Uh, I'm cool with it, but yeah, like... let's do it. Let's do it. I'm cool with it, but I mean... I, mean, I don't mean, really know why Aiden is on commentary. As far as I know, there's nothing wrong with him. I just, I guess they needed another body, and I guess they think, like you mentioned, he's kind of like that Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, yeah, he's got a great voice for it. I'm just not sure 
why they did it. But yeah, I think they're going to have him fight Mike Kanellis, which I'm okay with. Yeah. And uh, Tony Nese and Noam Dar are going to have an ODQ match next week, which that should be very good. Uh, like I said, it's good stuff on 205, but you know what it is too, man? I think it's just because where they're slated. Because again, remember like they were, um, they went to Wednesdays and they were on the same day as NXT and all that, but now they're back to right after SmackDown at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, we got an anniversary this, this week. Um, tomorrow, well, today when the episode goes out, uh, is the third anniversary of Daniel Bryan formally retiring. Wow. Again, I just remember sitting there watching there, just all heartbroken for him like everybody was. Yeah. Oh, man, that night sucked. That did. And you know what it is, too? You kind of saw it coming, but then then you see, like, you know, like years later now because their doctor didn't clear him, but his doctor did. Yeah. And now he's just like, nothing ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> But, but still, I'm very happy for that guy because, I, like I said, I remember watching that guy. The first time I ever saw him was actually with Ring of Honor. I was there in attendance when he beat James Gibson, a.k.a. Jamie Noble, for the Ring of Honor title. And his run as Ring of Honor champion was great. Yeah. The Takeshi Morishima match where he got a detached retina. Oh. That was brutal. Uh, oh, speaking of... I, God, this is a very weird segue. Speaking of detached <laughs> retinas... <laughs> wow. Um, Shawn Michaels is great on commentary on Halftime Heat. Wow, that is a yeah, really... Yeah, that, that, that's a very reachy segue. <laughs> you, 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 I, I see what you're doing, making fun of poor Shawn's lazy eye. Oh, I'm not making fun. It's just it reminded me, Shawn Michaels had a detached retina. Shawn Michaels was great on Halftime Heat. He, <laughs> he was. Him and Vic Joseph did a great... <laughs> Speaking of detached retinas... Oh, did you see the last Friday the 13th? Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, one line in particular, of course. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he put over Velveteen Dream massively when um, Vic compared the two of them. And Sean just basically said, hey, he's, I'm nowhere near his level. That's true, because he even said that like when they were at a house show, and I think he pretty much... He, he's been praising Dream for a long time. Yeah. Rightfully uh, everybody so. has. Rightfully fucking so, man. I mean, the man just shows up and everybody's talking to him. He was true what he said in that promo. And I mean, I love the Johnny Gargano Tommaso Ciampa promo. Like we mentioned, Johnny Champion, Johnny Jackass. But I mean, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the DIY reunion. I cannot, I'm really just excited for that just because they've been doing it so well. Uh, I don't know if they're just teasing it or if it is actually going to happen. Um, but I remember when everybody got excited that it got leaked. And everybody said, DIY reunited. They didn't actually reunite, though. Not necessarily. Yeah. Um, but I do like how Champ is trying to pull the strings. But I did kind of get confused by Johnny this week because he was, like, very faceish again. So I don't quite know where we stand with Johnny Gargano. Is he a heel or a face? Is he kind of like the delusional Bo Dallas when he was, like, a, he was trying to be a face, but he's really a heel? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, there's no delusions. He was over. Um, okay, well, I'll be honest with you. Do you remember when they used to turn their backs on Bo Dallas? Yeah, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, Evan also did that to Matt Hardy uh, when Impact was in Manchester one year. Did <laughs> he stood, really? Stood on his chair, back to the ring. <laughs> was, did he hate Matt Hardy that much? Um, it, was, it was when he was going through big money Matt phase. 
Oh, oh yeah, I, I I can see why he did that. Right. <laughs> I kind of I kind of agree with him. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, okay, so throughout this whole episode, we joked that everybody's going to AEW. Okay. And that's all built up to the biggest one of all. Um, I don't even know who broke the news. Probably Uncle Dave. Um, AEW have made a huge offer to a big WWE star, which would be Brock Lesnar. Fuck off. Exactly. <laughs> just, 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 just fuck off, okay? Like, stop. Like, like, it's really gotta fucking stop. Yes, an AEW is gonna get Goldberg. Shut the fuck up. God. Well, I mean, they, they could get Goldberg to do a few appearances, but come on, Brock, really? Yeah, ugh, just, uh, dude, fucking dirt sheets. Everybody's going to AEW. That's just this fucking episode. Everybody's going to AEW. Yeah, AEW. Right. AEW. I mean, obviously, but, they've got more money than WWE, so they could afford it, but I don't yeah. see it happening. But there's actually one other thing we forgot to mention, because, like, we really did just go through everything so quickly, but there's only one other match we didn't mention on Raw. Is it a good one? Well, Finn Balor and Leo Rush. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was what it was. I mean, well, we're, we're going to get Finn and Bobby for the Intercontinental title, so. Yeah, you, know, you notice how quickly Finn came back down after his push? <sighs> I really hope Seth beats that motherfucker at WrestleMania. I'm sorry, but I really just, I'm tired of Brock Lesnar as a goddamn champ. Yep. Ain't we all? Well, no, not all of us. There are still some sheep out there that love Brock. Like, he just does German suplexes, belly-to-bellies, F5, 1, 2, 3. That's the match. Yeah. Like, okay. Or Kimura, excuse me. He did make Finn Balor tap out to the Kimura. So the Kimura, F5, and suplexes. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just the thing with us because we've been watching Brock Lesnar since his inception in 2002. I was there the night he beat The Rock for the Undisputed title when The Rock was going to film movies. And those matches with The Undertaker, um, Kurt Angle, uh, The Big Show, um, John Cena, yes, Backlash 03, John Cena when he was rapping. And that, that was actually a decent match. Uh, just and he's had so many of those matches. I was there when he, him, and Goldberg got booed out of the building. You sold out WrestleMania 20, so we know about what Brock Lesnar can do and what he did in Japan and all this stuff in MMA. And then he just comes back like this. Yeah, I think it's just because, like I said, we've been we've watched Brock Lesnar since his inception, and now we just see him just being Brock Lesnar's now big lazy. And I think what really soured a lot of people was the Dean Ambrose WrestleMania 32 thing, where Dean wanted to have this crazy match and have this brawl, and Brock just. No. Yeah, we all wanted this crazy brawl. And then here comes Brock Lesnar just, I'm going to throw you, I'm going to throw you, I'm going to throw you at 5, 1, 2, 3. Mm. Fucking Brock. Oh, I forgot to mention something about Jeff Jarrett. What? He, I mean, obviously he's going through a midlife crisis with Road Dog, but he's also having an identity crisis. Slap nuts. Oh, yeah, he's saying slap but, nuts and still doing, yeah, good. He's doing the double J gimmick, but he's dressed as like 99 Jeff Jarrett. And he's saying slap nuts. What the? F- yeah, it's like what? It's like when Matt Hardy was doing delete, but he was coming out to do 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 It's like, are you Hardy Boy Matt or are you uh, Wokey Broken? Well, we knew why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that kind that kind of made sense. But this is just like Jeff. You've got the gear. Just do double J if you're gonna do double J. Exactly, and I'll be honest with you, that theme song that I know the old do Danny O'Neill. I mean, it's just so, you know? Yeah. 
I just, Ugh. I know, I know. And I like Jeff Jarrett. I'm not trying to hate on Jeff Jarrett, but still. Ugh. Him and the Road Dog. I, I'm t- I love that song, and I'm just tired of hearing what my baby did. Nah, and nobody knows the words. Well, also, again. They keep, they keep trying to get other people to sing it, and nobody knows the words. And also, most of the generation now wasn't born when that happened. Yeah, you see kids in the crowd just like, what the fuck is this? And and road dog shimmying and still doing the uh, the, the Dusty Roads punches with the dance. Yeah, some of those kids probably don't even know who Road Dog are. I mean, we we've been there since the roadie days, the road to the three live crew. It's the remix, three live crew, so, and getting rowdy and the whole nine. So we know, but they don't know. It's a bad jam. <laughs> I fucking love that song so much. <laughs> you see, and people, like I said, and people complain that we complain about that company we just put over the three live crew and we, yeah, we did okay we great and that's the thing <clears throat> like monty brown okay and yeah. r-truth okay r-truth deserves really what he gets in a way because that motherfucker had the team with pac-man jones and fucking had to deal with that crap so he fucking deserves everything he gets truth has been underrated and underutilized for a long long time exactly and i mean K quick. I mean, he what was he like the hardcore champion for like two seconds? But still, yeah. I mean, he. I think him and Road Dog were fine as a team there. And then when he went to TNA, NWA, TNA at the time, and then TNA, said so many name changes. But I, I digress. But uh, you know, he showed he showcased himself whether it's champion, tag team champion, you know, whoever he had to work with. He, you know, he shined and he had some fun with it in the process. Yeah. Yeah. I still hate that fucking capital punishment match for John Cena because it was the absolute shit, and I hate the fact that a kid was involved in the finish throwing soda in his face. Then AA one two three. Yeah, it yeah. sucked. But um, obviously I I kind of stepped away from WWE in about in like two thousand nine ten, most of eleven. But from what I've seen, Truth had a hell of a gimmick back then when he was a heel with uh with the Miz interrupting Hell in the Cell and everything. And that's like the last time he was taken seriously. Yes, awesome truth. And then, you know, you know, oh, oh, when he turned on that guy. Gomo. When he turned on that guy with the cigarette. Oh, yes. That's the thing. And like I said, what I was about to say, whatever his name is, Johnny Morrison, Impact, Blackcraft, Nitro, Anakin, whatever his name is this week, Mundo. That's another one, and I we talked about that. Like I said, I watched that guy's when him and Matt Capitelli got rest his soul, where uh, wrestling Lance Cade got rest his soul, and Trevor Mur- and Trevor not Trevor Murdoch, Trevor Murdoch wasn't there yet. Mark Jindrak, Lance Cade and Mark Jindrak on Heat, uh, them getting caned by Tommy Dreamer, uh, watching you know just the Eminem days. I re- okay, you want to hear a funny story about Eminem? Yeah. So I remember sitting at MSG, and and uh, my boy. Uh, like, I used to read, like, Gerwick.net. Now, Gerwick.net was a site run by Steve Gerwick that would, like, have, like, the oh, list of... Yeah, I remember Gerwick.net. Yeah, you know, you know what's up, all right? That was in so... my space of wrestling. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Gerwick.net. And, he, and it's still up and running today. Oh, Steve Gerwick. Anyway, I <laughs> digress, buddy. So I'm sitting there at MSG, and my boy, family friend of ours, Carl, he, they come out for a dark match. Now this is before Eminem came on TV and, you know, they beat Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio for the tag titles. This is before that. So I guess they were like getting tryout, whatever. And I knew who they were because of Gerwick.net, Joey Mercury and Johnny Nitro. Well, I knew Johnny Nitro because he was before that. He was Eric Bischoff's lackey as yeah. Johnny Spade and whatever the fuck his name was. And, and then it was Johnny Nitro. <laughs> yeah. 
And so I'm watching this, and, I, and my and my dude's like, "Who is that?" I'm like, "Well, that's Johnny Nitro, who was with Eric Bischoff, and the other guy is, I believe, Joey Joey Mercury, Joey Matthews, you know, Christian York, ECW. You know who they were taking on in that match? Wow, what year was it? 2000. I think this was like late 2000, early 2005. Um, I'm gonna go with the Bashing Brothers. No. The makeshift team of Hardcore Holly and Charlie House. Oh. Because remember when they would throw everybody together, like yeah. Hardcore Holly and Billy Gunn, Hardcore Holly and Charlie Haas, Rene Dupree and Kenzo Suzuki, uh, all those teams. Yeah, kind of like what they're doing now with the women. And well, hello. Just Frankenstein tag teams. Uh, I, I, I still, man, I still wanted Nikki and Alicia. Because, hey, you want to play with Nikki? And she goes, yeah, I want to play. And Alicia just being all crazy. I was just waiting for Maria to come in. Maria, you crushed my hat. Do you know, I love Don't Cross the Fox. Don't Cross. That is a I great do. catchphrase. Cross Fox, man. Are you kidding me? Don't cross the Fox. I love it. You see, people hate on Alicia Fox, but I think she's fucking amazing at what she does. Yes, she was the diva champ once and, and all that, but still, I mean, she, she entertains me. She's funny. Well, you know what? We just spoke about truth. I think Alicia Fox is the R-Truth of the women's division. She's very underrated and underutilized, but she plays crazy very well. Dude, I still remember her inception when she was the wedding planner at Edge and Vicky Guerrero's wedding. And then, remember what she did after that? Uh, no, I just remember Miss Fox, and then next thing, she's crazy. <laughs> so, she was on ECW. Uh, she was dancing with DJ Gabriel, a.k.a. Steve Bloomington, when DJ Gabriel was on the company. Remember DJ Gabriel? No. Okay, he was pretty <laughs> much... Was this, like, was... the end of ECW? Yeah, so yeah. this is, like... Oh, wait, so this is when they had Paul Birchall and Katie Lee Birchall on the roster, and he was feuding with the Hurricane and Zack Ryder and all those. That that time period, ugh. And Ezekiel Jackson was the last ECW champion beating Christian when he was yeah. William Regal and Vladimir Kozlov the whole nine. So DJ Gabriel was kind of like an Alex Wright type of character. His real name was Steve Lewington. He was a U.K. wrestler. And he kind of did – and he wore, like, the black leather jacket, and he would come out and dance. So he was kind of like a Dust Wonder kid. He was not bad, but they gave him that gimmick, and it kind of was just like, okay. This the, is around... the writing was on the wall for ECW at that time. Yeah, then you had people like Bam Neely with fucking Chavo Guerrero when he was the ECW champion, and then, oh, God, you know I got to do it. Knock, knock, who's there? Braden Walker, and I'm going to knock your brains out. Like, oh, fucking Christmas. Uh, no. Braden. No, Braden. Well, you know what the problem is, too? Like, I remember when the photo surfaced because when he left, TNA at the time, Chris Harris, there was a photo that surfaced of him in the dark match that he wrestled Shelton Benjamin in, and then yeah. it's coming out, and he's all what he looked like, and I'm like, mm. what the fuck happened to Chris Harris? Yeah, I felt really, really bad for him. And he was, and then friggin' Matt Hardy has to go, hey man, I hear you're kind of like a wildcat, and I'm like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I really feel bad for Chris Harris, and then he comes back, and TNA, and he friggin' knock-knock, who's there? Braden, Walker... With him and Matt Hardy, <laughs> beer money for the tag titles. I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, you may be wondering. I wonder what Braden Walker, uh, Chris Harris, is doing these days. He was just on Robbie E's Why It Ended thing oh, and nice. talking. So I mean, just like I like Chris Harris, and I think it's hard to get. And I think Robbie Evans on the podcast, like it was kind of hard to get in touch with him because that dude doesn't do any social media. No. Same with Monty Brown. Like, there was that Monty Brown Twitter that was out, and someone, I think Lance Hoyt was the one that actually confirmed it was fake because Monty doesn't even do social media. 
Uh, I mean, if you look on Chris Harris's Wikipedia, literally the last thing he did in his career was that return to impact. That's very true. And you know what it is, too? Like, that guy was so talented, and we love the AMW Naturals feud, the AMW Triple X cage match. We talk about it all the time. So it's like we grew up on that stuff and just watching a lot of that. And it's just a shame just what happened. It really was. And I think he even, I think, I, okay, when he did the wide end with Robbie, I think he even stated in that show, Daz, that I think he kind of regretted leaving TNA to go to WWE. Yeah. Uh we, we've still got beer money memories. We do have great beer money memories. Yes, we do. Uh, well, James Storm is one of the other ones. I think that's, you know, when he did NXT, those couple matches, and I liked it. And, I mean, we got to see him in ICW against Grado. But, <laughs> I mean, it was Jeff Jarrett as the ref. But still, I mean, I, I really want to see James Storm, like, in NXT or doing something because I think that dude has a great mind. And I just, I, the Scott, he's another one that I've always enjoyed. Even though he was, you know, beating poor Manic and Mahabali Shira and, you know, the, the revolution in the, in the shed or whatever the fuck that was supposed to be. Oh, James Storm's amazing. He is. He do you, absolutely still, deserves more than one world title run. Absolutely. Do you remember the face, though? Because I remember when they were having him, like, feud with Mahabali Shira, and you could tell by the look on his face, like, oh, God, yeah. I, I got to put this guy over. I got to work with him because you know it's brutal. And what does that tell you about Mahabali Shear? I'm sure he's a very nice guy and he works hard, but he gets fired from Impact, goes to NXT, and doesn't even last a year there. Yeah. What does that tell you? You could oh, say I. <laughs> oh, Shearer, Shearer, Shearer. Shearer, Shearer, Shearer. The whole thing in Impact was just all gimmick, the stupid little dance. There was nothing special about him. Yeah, now look what they got, the Desi Hit Squad that nobody even cares about. Uh, I mean, Storm technically is a two-time world champion, thanks to ICW. Yes, you're very true. Thank you, ICW. Thank uh, you, Mark Dallas. That company... I'll be honest with you, as someone, as an American, I will even say it. I love the fact that Nigel gives homage to it when he does his, you know, ICW in progress feuds. Because people don't realize, and I'll say this right now, us as Americans, because we're ignorant. Not all of us are ignorant. So, yes, I'm kind of kind of throwing some shade at my fellow countrymen. But, hey, it's the truth. <laughs> the truth hurts. But, you know, like, I'm watching, like, ICW and watching, like, the grit and, like, the greatness of, like, you know, what you see. I think it's just it's just amazing. Like that's why I love that company and you look at progress and I think just the UK has some of the best talents. And again, that's putting over the praise and with the NXT UK brand and all that. So yeah. I, I gotta give love to Mark Dallas and ICW. You know why? Because he runs the fucking show. <laughs> uh also I need to correct myself. Storm didn't actually win uh, the world title, he just got a shot at the world title, but still. Still. <laughs> but still, hey. Close but no scar. Yeah, it seems to be the story of his uh, last run in Impact. Jesus. Well, we're going to keep giving you world title matches, but you're not going to win it. That fucking, just the way he exited the company losing to fucking Dan Lambert of American yeah. Top, that was just fucking wrong. Disrespectful. Do you know what? Nobody leaves Impact in a good light, apart from maybe Kurt Angle. Um, I mean, he lost his last match, but at least he had a, like a farewell tour. But everybody else, even Sting, just... Lost a match, you're done. Roll mm -hmm. off TV. Thanks mm -hmm. for coming. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> AJ was the same as well. Yeah, well, Magnus, because Magnus was taking a trip to Dixieland, man. 
oh man, that storyline. Oh, could they have made it any more obvious that they were doing a CM Punk? Exactly. Oh, with AJ Styles and he's friggin' putting up the title as he's right out the car. Yeah, <laughs> but the worst thing is, is the TNA replica titles look nothing like the, the real titles. They look completely different, like the colour and the light and the material. So AJ comes back with this replica title, and it's obvious that it's a replica title. At least when Punk and Cena did it, they looked exactly the same. Oh, yeah. They did. And you know what it is, too? Like, okay, I have to mention this because there's actually, I just thought of this while we're talking, and we'll come back to this. But I meant to ask you, what do you think about Ricochet and Adam Cole, Bebe, on uh, NXT? And we get that match next week. Yep, let me see the rematch. You know what it is, too? Like, with Ricochet, with what he was as Prince Puma and Lucha Underground? I like him. I do. And, you know, I know he's a very flippy, but him and Johnny Gargano had an amazing match at TakeOver. And Adam Cole, you know what I think it is, too, also with Velveteen as the champ? I think that's the next feud that they're going towards is him and Velveteen, you know, him and Cole. That's what I'm thinking. That's just a theory. Um, yeah, it'll be good. Um, I, it's just strange how suddenly Adam Cole is interested in the North American title again when he didn't actually go for his rematch or anything. Exactly. But, you know, he was just, he was plotting his time, baby. Hmm. And it's just fun to say, babe. <laughs> I'm waiting him to start saying it once again. Who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? <laughs> the guy is just money, but yeah. And you know what it is, too? Like, I, I just, that whole NXT. Like, I, here's the thing. Like, we do these shows and we talk about Raw and SmackDown. Like, we just want them in kind of like a blink, right? It's like, blink, you miss it because Becky Lynch dominated both shows but then you talk about nxt that's why i always say like if you're pissed off at the main roster just watch nxt it's like a breath of fresh air yeah it amazes me that there's still people that refuse to watch nxt i don't know how people just don't understand like what they're doing here and what like triple h's vision like like we got the uk facility now with the performance center and how he wants to expand like there's there's plans man like there's people out there that will tell you to stop complaining about the main roster and just watch the show you there's you can't be completely happy with the main roster you can't no and if you're not just watch nxt i don't know why you wouldn't watch nxt it's even if it's just because there's already five hours of raw and smackdown it's only an extra hour or like some fans say oh they, they they're taking everybody's company it's just like a one big indie and it's developmental that's the problem because they don't realize that it's not developmental anymore they're actually making their own brand out of it yeah triple h wants to get rid of the term main roster exactly and but no they they just won't they just won't understand it. They don't. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's full of indie favorites, but as soon as they come up to Raw and SmackDown, they fall in love with them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God, they're on the main roster. Oh, my God, they're killing them. What's going on? Fickle. Fickle. Oh Holy shit, this guy's great. Yeah, he's been great on NXT for two years. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we do this. We do this. <laughs> That's the problem, you know what I'm saying? And I think with NXT UK, you get a lot with them too, and I really can't wait for the next special if the first one was any indication. And you never know who's going to show up. Hey, you know, you saw Finn Balor. Let's see who else they get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the funny thing with the, the UK takeover is I wasn't that hyped for it because um, it wasn't full of, like, established stars. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, local UK talent. Um, I thought it would have been more high profile if it had got more from NXT US and just sort of mix it up a little bit but it turned out to be a fucking killer show and I gotta just say this right now uh, just the stare down with Walter which I, I called on another show that I did because I was so happy to see that and I think Walter adds a lot like we mentioned like you know 
people say what they will, but dude, that drop kick is sweet. Yeah. I just that move, man, dude, is so graceful. He's so big. He's got a great prowess to him. You know, just he's just he's the future. You get to see a lot of greatness with the future. Is this? I mean, I do the show. The future is now because it, it's, it's a, there's a lot of you know. Yeah. There's a lot of realism to it. Big guys don't get over very often in indies because obviously indie feds like the flippy guys. So if Walter's special, there's gonna be something to him. Exactly. That's the problem. I mean. Start with the flippy. I mean, I like flippy too. I like a lot of stuff, but you know, if you can see a big man and powerful big man just wrestle and he's a brute, don't complain. Stop bitching. There's a girl barfing on somebody right now. Like, stop bitching. Oh, jeez. All right, so let's finish this off with some plugs. Uh, the next time we bring you a championship special is April 6th as we present Promo Mania 4. We'll be predicting NXT TakeOver Brooklyn and WrestleMania. Mike hopes to complete 365 days as Nolas champion as he defends the title again and the promo championship will be on the line as Blackbane battles the Butcher. And the first theme song is Cross Off by Mark Morton and Chester Bennington taken from Mark's upcoming solo album Anesthetic uh, which is available in about a month's time March 1st on iTunes and Spotify. Go to maxwilson.net for more information. Now I'm actually going to do this because when I say I'm going to do it I mean I'm 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 gonna try not to be but not not like the Phoenix and say you know I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be better, but where the hell is the Phoenix? Uh, uh, <laughs> that that's my answer. That's the only reason why I'm saying that is because Phoenix, come on, man, you're running out of time, and I want to. We we got to do this, man. That's all I'm saying. I'm being <laughs> I'm being nice. You know he's, what I'm uh, saying? He's doing a Bray Wyatt. He's healthy. He's ready to go. He's just. Not working. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> the competitive stuff. I, I want to see Phoenix come back in here because he said, you better watch out, boy. And I'm like, I'm right here. Come on, Phoenix. I'm waiting for you to fly in, my friend. Yeah. Uh, and also, of course, make sure you check out uh, the Bad Boy Screen Gems, which we did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, again, apologies for the gaps in it. There were software issues. Um, so every time there's a gap, just skip ahead a few minutes and you'll get there. <laughs> uh, and, of course, Throne Zone Season 2 is coming your way this uh, April as we count down to Game of Thrones, the final season. We can catch up with the first series of Throne Zone as we recap season 7 right now at Throne Zone UK. And that's it for this week. Um, you can find me at Dazzy MWP. Mike is at SMShow1 and MCL92. The Butcher is at TOG69BHITB. <laughs> <laughs> and anything to add, Mike? Uh, I don't even know where to go after that. You take the breath like that. <laughs> well, first and foremost, again, to reiterate, come on, Phoenix. Come on, Phoenix. Just come on. Because I want it. I, I really am. And I'm being sincere. Come on, Phoenix. <laughs> come on, Phoenix. But you can check out my interview with LFC's Monica Flowerbomb Garcia. Mir is preparing the bathwater as we speak because he just messaged me back and said, you know it. So I'm guessing the bathwater is commencing. Uh <laughs> You can check out my interview with adult star Aston Martin. Yes, more porn, more BBW, and more to go and more to come. Not literally and figuratively more to come like that, but hey, more to come (laughs) audio-wise. So (laughs) (laughs) take that as you will. (laughs) Figuratively and metaphorically. Okay. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Pop culture reference here. There was a song by 44 
from Canada. It was called Get Down. And the lyric in the, in the, in the song is, I'm going to make you come tonight. Pause. Over to my house. Take that for what you will. More to come. More to come. Go ahead. <laughs> the business. I'm still trying to get over that friggin' breath because I love Butcher's Twitter. Yes, it's no longer sex time Butcher. It's T-H-O with a T-H. The best deal in it is T-B-H. It's YouTube's fault. Uh, it's, twi- it's Twitter's fault. But it's all Twitter's fault. You fucking... They, they banned his original account because he supported somebody. Uh, you see, here's the thing. Because Butcher, our, our, our brother the Butcher, the Butcher is very outspoken, obviously. But still, that at least he was in the right for because that guy was a fucking pissant and he deserved everything he got. And then Butcher gets banned for it, fuckers. But Butcher gets banned for defending a dead guy. What the fuck is wrong with this? Fuck world? you, Twitter. Fuckers. Um, and you know where to find us on social media. It's at Max Wrestling UK and Max Wrestling Interactive on Facebook. And we're also on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes. Specials are available each time on Podomatic as well. And make sure you check out MaxWrestling.net. And we don't know what's coming next week. Maybe Becky Lynch will be on Raw and SmackDown again. Well, we also do know what's coming next week, though, in a way. Oh, yeah, there's a couple of matches announced. No. Well, we gotta predict the chamber, brother. Ah, uh, we got the chamber too, yeah. Mm. Are you excited? <laughs> uh, I'm not not excited for it. I'm just. Mm. Mm. We'll see what happens. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think at this point, I just want to know what's happening at WrestleMania now. I do. Because we've got Ronda and Becky. We just need to know everything else and Seth and Brock. Mm. And. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. Let's just let's, let's go Road to Mania, man. Yeah, let's just skip February and go straight to April. Well, we still got to be in the fast lane because life in the fast lane, man. They don't need two friggin' pay-per-views in February. This is the thing. The the pay-per-views are co-branded now, so why do we need two pay-per-views in February? Because they're probably channeling you. Okay, since you ma- you mentioned Fred Durst before talking about Road Dog, I'm about to make a little biscuit reference, so here we go. So they think about the fast lane. They're thinking about their song, uh, you know, living it up. This one's for you. Living life in the fast lane. You know, this one's for you, Ben Stella. You are my favorite motherfucker. I told you. <laughs> you know where I was going with that. All right. Chocolate starfish. You know what, you sing about Fred Durst trash talking Ben Stiller and all I can think about is Ben Stiller in Dodgeball. Yes, oh well, my god. Well, that's what I'm saying to you. Well, Drew, Drew Gulak, why, why am I fighting Ben Stiller from Dodgeball? <laughs> I love Drew Gulak for that. That was a great line because the dude kind of did look like White Goodman. You know, just pinches his nipples for going for the donut, hey. Yep. Eh. Fuck you, Fuck Chuck Norris. Fucking Chuck Norris. I won that game. Spare me. <laughs> I won that tournament. My milkshake brings on the girl to the yard. Friggin' shaking his man tits. Good boy. Uh, now I have to go and watch dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, sorry people that we're leaving you with the image of Ben Stiller in a fat suit eating fried chicken. But we must now bid you adieu. <laughs> Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Come to AEW and there's more to come.